I prefer. Here comes our guest right now. Let's put a pipe in it. Let me let me cut the cut the music. Put a put a pin in it, not put a pipe in it. That's a different that's a different show altogether. Welcome, Von Virgo. I don't I don't got any cool intro for you tonight. Uh, oh, that's fine. Am I in here? Am I? Yeah, this you're working. Li- oh, you you're hear li- me? Yeah, you're I live. Got, like we. This, I, got, I got a mic here, so I don't know yeah. if it's. We're extremely professional. We're we're live. Perfect. We are we're kicking it. Uh, <laughs> normally, I have uh, the great Ryan Romano on Twitter. Uh, I'll send him who we have on the show. He'll he'll give us an awesome little intro. And uh, when you originally were scheduled to be on. He had some. Pers- Sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> My apologies. No, it's it's fine. It's we we don't. It doesn't bother us at all. It's not a big deal. But so I said, I said, oh, we're have Von Virgo on, and he's he had some personal issues at the time. Apologized that he couldn't get to it. I forgot to message him again to say, oh, he's on this time instead. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we don't have that great intro. But that's all right. We're, well, that's we, fine. We've never, we've never claimed. <laughs> I'll be an intro. It's okay. We've never claimed to be that professional. We try. We pretend <laughs> at times. Uh, how you doing tonight? Uh, I'm pretty good. How are you, man? Uh, so you, got a, you got a very professional bar setup. What is this? This is this is my this is my sanctuary. Uh, this is great. From <laughs> down here, so there's a bar, and then there's like uh, my video game setup over here, and then. Where the girls? I have three daughters, so that's their, that's their side of it <laughs> over there. Um, it looks great. <laughs> it is. I love it. Thank you. And uh, yeah. it's this is what my wife used this bar right here. She used it to convince me to move. Because um, mm, that was the yeah yeah. That's how she got you to. That's how she got me. The last <laughs> place we had, I loved. I loved the backyard and and all the stuff I had going on there. But she used this to convince me to move and it worked. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good selling feature. I, I think, I think I'd take that too. It definitely worked. And I hate moving. Moving sucks. That's yeah, the worst. Just absolutely terrible. But yeah, I mean, I'm doing fine today. I'm a little fired up, so I'm going to try to tone it down a bit. I, I'm going to assume you're fired up because of what, everything that, you know, all the releases and There's, whatnot happened today. The rele- look, look, I feel bad. I feel bad for those people. Yeah. They lost jobs. I, I take, this is what I do. I take the, the wrestling right out of it. And yep. these are people that lost jobs today. Yep, and that's that exactly sucks. It. They're humans. Yeah. But. With families and. Yeah. yeah. But it is a business and that's how it works at yep. times. Yep. Uh, I'm also very fired up by the writer who I just learned about two days ago. And now yeah. she got let go a day later. Before she could get a chance. Yeah, that that part's really shitty to me. Like, I I don't understand how, like, because she didn't necessarily have all the knowledge as a writer. But that's not that's not part of the job requirement. Like, right? She was. You can learn things as you go. She she was not writing a six month aces and eights angle. (laughs) She wasn't doing that. She's right. She's writing one liners. For yeah. Byron Saxton. That's what yeah, she exactly. was going to do. And she wasn't given that chance. Oh. That's <laughs> a shame because there's not very many, like, to my knowledge, I don't know how many women are on the, the writing team. Was that the that was that was the first one or was there, has there been? I'm not. I have no idea. I'm not there privy to that more. either. But at least this was the first uh, 
um, like, I guess, uh, vocal one, one that we knew, like, oh, hey, yeah, look, yeah. I'm female, I'm out there, I'm on the writing team. Female, right. uh, person uh, of color, I guess, is that, is that, yeah. I can say, I can, that's okay, it, out there. And then the internet wrestling community takes a shit all over the fucking headlines because she didn't know wrestling because she made a joke about Bobby Lashley. Yeah. But, yeah, th- but they should be more upset they broke up the Hurt business. I, I, I'm very upset about that. <laughs> I don't think they should have broke them up at all. I'm, I'm going to no. try to stay poised. And, yeah, gonna- <laughs> Let's say we should move in. We should ask Vaughn how hard it is to write a wrestling show. Good transition. Oh, it is, right? Because you are the mind behind. Big shout out to Love Wrestling. You're the mind behind Backyard Pro, which, well, by the way, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I, I am I'm the mind, but it, it collectively it's kind of everybody's mind. It's not necessarily like I don't come up with everything. We kind of come up with, um, we kind of all pitch ideas and kind of it's kind of like an amalgamation of ideas essentially. But I'm the one putting it together and physically doing the editing and shooting everything. That's true. Season three, yeah. June thirtieth. Look at me. Look at me. That's right. Next Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. Look at me. I never remember any of this stuff. That's why I'm excited. I'm uh, glad you remembered that. So it means our uh, promotional te- techniques are working. I love Backyard Pro. Uh, Thank you. And it it came my preview for Fox Now. I'm sorry, <sighs> son of a bitch. I had Fox Now on so I could watch SmackDown, and I thought right. I was logged in to my internet provider or whatever the fuck I got to log yeah. in to watch it. But I guess it was the preview pass. So now. It's sitting there with the sign in and I can't do anything about it. Not a big deal because I have a guest on tonight. So wh- wh- how exactly did Backyard Pro <coughs> come about? Mm. Well, like any good kid, my backyard wrestled. <laughs> so um, did you I have mean, a trampoline in your backyard? Uh, I had a trampoline uh, and I can send you a photo after, but uh, actually you can see it in the GF Hardy like vignette from the okay. first season, but I had a trampoline with um, posts around it with ropes and turnbuckles. It was like a, basically like a, a, a wood cube around a trampoline that my dad built. Ooh. And honestly, it worked pretty good as a ring, <laughs> but we destroyed that thing. Yeah. Like we, oh man, we spent so much time on it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I always had this, you know, love for backyard wrestling because I did it as a kid. And then when I started training at 14, that's kind of when I got away from it. You got away from back. So at 14, you start training. Uh, yeah. You, you can't technically train what were you doing at 14 uh what, what do you mean technically train? i, I did technically train. well you could get I you t- i guess all right i phrased that wrong you could and, and listen in, in the uk um they trained like eight years old so 14 is not like a like i know in, at least in ontario um there used to be a limit you used to have to be 18 uh to start wrestling training but that was actually abolished maybe a year or two before i started training so i was one of the first 14 year olds who actually interesting was able to start training yeah I didn't have that. I did not have that. So you started at 14 years old. Good gosh, man. I was (laughs) not, I was not like I was into wrestling at 14. Uh, I might've been doing some backyard stuff at 14. I was not training to be a wrestler. How did you fall in love with wrestling? I mean, I understand, I guess how you fall in love with it, but what was it for you? Um, I mean, it's kind of hard. Everyone loves wrestling, but they can never really pinpoint exactly what it is that they fell in love with. But, um, for me, it was my friend's aunt. No, I'm not, not, not my friend's aunt. I didn't fall in love with my friend's aunt, but my friend's aunt. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, we're going to clip that. Let me clarify. 
<laughs> there we go. It's it. fine. It's fine because uh, this will clarify. But my friend's aunt is Trish Stratus. Um, so growing up, together. he would always do like these like grade, you know, like in uh, elementary school, you have to do speeches. He would do a speech about his aunt, uh, Trish Stratus, and I'd be like, I don't know who this is. Oh um, <laughs> years later, we go to a uh, movie gallery because we didn't have a block a blockbuster in town, and I rented SmackDown vs Raw 2007. And who Classic. was in the game flipping through the people? Yeah. Trish Stratus. And I was like, oh, what the hell? That's my friend's aunt. That's so weird. Um, anyways, I played the game with my friend, and then I fell in love with the game. And then uh, he kind of convinced me, like, hey, maybe you should start watching like SmackDown on Fridays, because I already had the channel. Yeah. So I started watching SmackDown, and that was uh, at the end of 2006. Wow. That's yeah. insane. So the video game got you hooked. Yep. Then you watch it. Then you start. Then you build a ring out of your trampoline and well we wrestled we wrestled in the basement first and then then it was just a trampoline with the net around it and then we destroyed the net yeah uh so then it turned into a ring essentially yeah i told my daughters if if they destroy their net on the trampoline it's gone that's what i told them and that's pretty much what my parents said to me but then i convinced them to build a ring so yeah you know you know how hard (laughs) it is to take down a trampoline and move it oh it's it's the worst do you guys like do you have like snow where you are yes tons yes do you, do you take it down in the winter? Uh, we just got it. Okay. We, I, we, it was their Christmas gift this year. We put gotcha. it up after the winter. So we haven't, I'm not, I'm not planning to take it down. Should I mean, I, I would, I would recommend it because oh. ours got like super rusted, Damn it. <laughs> but that was after like, oh, five years or something. But, um, yeah. cause I still had the, I still had that trampoline in my parents' backyard until, I don't know, probably five years ago. And then. When they took it down, it was really depressing. <laughs> I'm I'm very concerned about this whole backyard wrestling trampoline stuff because yeah. my daughters watch wrestling with me. My daughters are gymnasts. My daughters no. understand. <laughs> That's a bad combination. They, they, listen, it gets worse. <laughs> they, they understand stuff. Uh, and like in the winter. So the winter, for example, before the trampoline gets there, they're doing – because they can do – they can do backflips, yeah, for for gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So their their stupid dad says to them someday, "Can you do a backflip and, and just land on your stomach flat?" My wife's like, "What are you talking?" <laughs> That's standing moonsault. Yeah, <laughs> my oldest is like, "Sure, I can." So as soon as I say that, my wife says, "Oh my god, you're making her do a wrestling move," and she does it, and she has a perfect. So in the winter. They're like on the back porch and we have big snowbanks all built up. They're just flipping off of it. Yeah. Doing yeah. moonsault. And and now I'm I'm getting very concerned that one of my kids is gonna like I don't know, it's gonna turn into Jordan Oliver or someone. Or oh my God. <laughs> no offense. I love yeah, Jordan I mean, Oliver, but it's just gonna like start giving people Death Valley drivers through tables like where, yeah, exactly. where's, when should I start getting concerned? Should I get concerned? Um, I mean, it's hard to say. Cause like, I would, I would say that trampoline wrestling wasn't, you know, super safe, It's not. but like, <laughs> well, I would, I would like, like any like new person that was introduced to our trampoline wrestling league, I would train them, which meant like, come over for a day and I'll show you how to do a couple moves. So you yeah. know how to do things like safely. And then you'll be allowed on the show. <laughs> I didn't let people just come in and just like do whatever the hell they wanted, right? I wanted I wanted to make sure people were doing things safely. Obviously, to a degree. To a degree, but I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, it's hard to say because, like, if those are my daughters, I would also be kind of 
I'd be kind of scared. <laughs> it's 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 a tough tough situation because yeah, they're really good at gymnastics and they know what they're doing. Uh, but true, if you try to wrestle, quote unquote, wrestle with them, mm-hmm. uh, it gets a little wonky. One of them's really stiff; she just needs to go to Japan. Uh, <laughs> and the other is extremely dramatic. So she's like the Miz, I guess. So, I okay. Know. Okay. It's a weird combination. <laughs> it's an extremely <laughs> weird combination. Uh, but enough of me. This, is, this isn't about me mm-hmm. as much as Vanessa says it is. It's not. This show's not about me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was called putting you over. That's yeah, right. Like <laughs> suppose, Supposedly. Um, <laughs> your love for wrestling. You weren't even big into sports. Right or no. or no? Or... I played I played soccer when I was a kid. Um, I scored like I don't know like two goals and then retired from soccer. I was not good, and that was like over like six years or something. Um, I tried in, in like high school. I was already I mean take wrestling training, but I tried to do other things like swimming and like drama club and basketball and other stuff like that. And I just never I don't know. It didn't didn't hook me like wrestling did. But were you athletic? Were you you must have been athletic. No, not really. I mean, I think honestly, my athleticism came from jumping on a trampoline. Like that's kind of what gave me it. I was just very hyper as a kid. And I think I just wanted to run and jump. Like I would literally spend like it's what June, like I would spend as soon as like school ended um, in the summer, I would spend pretty much every day on the trampoline. If if it was raining, I don't care in the winter. If it was snowing, I don't care. Like I I would always be on the trampoline. Yeah. That's what they're going to do when it's, they they can't wait for it to snow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What'd your parents think when you said, so at 14 years old, you tell your parents, yeah, uh, mom and dad, uh, mom, mom vertigo and dad <laughs> vertigo, vertigo, I guess. Uh, I just rented uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. Now I want to train. Like, what was the, what, uh, what did they, how did they respond? I mean, first they thought wrestling was a phase before I started training. So okay. yeah. I think at this point I'd already been watching wrestling for three years or something. And, uh, they knew that I didn't really have any like extracurriculars, so they were pretty actually supportive of it. That's good. Um, the only problem is that, I mean, I was 14 years old. I couldn't drive, and training cl- school was about an hour 15, an hour, ha- an hour and a half from my house. So my dad would actually have to drive me to wrestling training on Saturdays. Uh, they ran Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but I had school, so I pretty much only went on weekends, um, which was pretty – I felt pretty bad for my dad because he would go – he would drive into Toronto – uh, pretty much Monday to Friday. And then he'd have to drive again on Saturday and take me to wrestling training. And he would just go like sit at Burger King for three hours <laughs> while I was wrestling <laughs> with these like 40 year old men. <laughs> he didn't, you didn't, he didn't want to stay like, like watch. Uh, my dad never, never stepped foot in the wrestling training like oh, facility. Wow. He just didn't, he was like, it's your thing. You deal with it. My mom came in once to use the washroom and uh spirit circle training where I trained. Yeah. I used to have this, um, <laughs> the one washroom had like a bunch of like bikini girls on it and <laughs> so my mom came in well. yeah my mom came in and used the washroom and she's like oh it's uh it's an interesting place in here <laughs> this is high class yeah <laughs> uh squared a squared circle uh we've talked to a s- couple people from there i'm hoping yeah. vanessa can remember them because i can't uh i want to <laughs> say oh we talked to uh gabriel fuerza your your yes. your your tag yeah. partner. Yep, yep, he's yeah. from there for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the one I remember. There, I sound smart now. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a bunch that are in like the same like uh, kind of like age group as me that came through squared. Yeah, I'd we say. we talked to someone else, but I don't remember. <laughs> so I was uh, when I was prepping 
for you. I was I watched your matches. Uh, you come off uh, to me very hard hitting, very technical. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess stiff. I don't know. Everyone's definition for working stiff is different. Me and Vanessa had. Were, a- were you watching me and Fuerza? Because that's probably why. <laughs> I might have been. Um, I'm pretty I, stiff with it. <laughs> I might have been. Uh, you give me a, a Ring of Honor, I guess, vibe to me. Yep. Um, for the people out there that may not even have ever even heard of your name, uh, how would you describe your style? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's kind of it. I would say I'm a little more. Um, it, it depends if I'm, you know, on the babyface side or the heel side. Okay. On the heel side, I'm, I think I'm a lot more of like an arrogant kind of Adam Cole like character, where I kind of tone down um, a lot of my flashy stuff. Yeah. But if I'm a good guy, then I tone up a lot of the more aerial stuff I can do and try to take, I'm not as, not as, uh, I'm not as confident as a, as a baby face. I find I was going to say, what do you prefer? Like, what do you prefer to be? I, I much prefer being a heel, but I know that my style works much better as a face. I just, yeah. I'm just trying to find the blend between the two, you know, yeah. cause I do a lot of cool stuff. that doesn't necessarily work as a bad guy. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think I've only seen you as a baby face. Yeah. So that that's, I feel like I'm a little, um, I don't know. I kind of get painted as like a vanilla baby face sometimes, but if you watch my heel work, it's a lot different. Well, I think Adam Cole is a good, good uh, uh, barometer there because he's got yeah, a lot. I get of, compared to him a lot for my he, heel stuff for sure. He's got a lot of uh, quote unquote flashy moves and uh, he's a prick. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's pretty much what I love to do. So There you, there you go. Um, now you have been, and you talked about the UK when we first talked of, uh, at the age of 14. You've been mm-hmm. all. You've been all over the world. First of all, um, the, the UK, uh, Japan. I have not been to Japan. You have uh, not. I've been to. <laughs> you have not. No. See, We're, we'll edit that in post. But you've been to the UK. <laughs> yes, um, I've been to the UK, Germany, uh, Italy, uh, a little bit in America. Um, I think that's everything. Not so much. Not so much around the world. Just more Europe. What resident? I'm so bad with geography. That yeah. I would never know if a place was in Europe or not. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> never. Yeah, I would never know. I literally have it written down here right here. Why the UK as opposed to Japan? So I read that quickly <laughs> and was like, oh, he must have gone to Japan. But you obviously didn't. So I will now ask no. you, why the UK as opposed to Japan? Well, uh, it, the opportunity came up in the UK. I didn't have an opportunity for Japan. <laughs> that so. makes sense. That's very <laughs> logical. No, I uh, I knew a guy actually from Backyard Wrestling uh, named Ollie Peace. He ran a promotion called uh, WrestleForce in the UK. Um, I had, so Going back a little bit, I had a conversation at, with uh, the head of Smash Wrestling back in 2016 when I was 20 years old. Okay. And I kind of asked, like, what do I need to do to get better, to get on these bigger shows, in, in, at least in Ontario? And they call it, They just told me to make a uh, make a bigger name myself. So I took that as fuck it. I'll go to Europe <laughs> essentially. So yeah. Um, yeah, I hit up the guy I knew, and then he got me um, a couple bookings. I wrestled Kip Sabian on my first UK show uh, for DOA Wrestling, and then from there it kind of snowballed into five more tours, which you know took me to Germany and Italy as well. PCW Road to Glory shined in that. Yep, that was the. Uh, Pretty much the last thing I did before the pandemic that myself and Brett Banks were over there um, for PCW, WXW. And then we were supposed to be there for four more weeks. And then obviously the world shut down. Uh, so we kind of had to make a decision. Either we were going to wait it out 
or come home. And thank God we we, we came home because that wouldn't have been good if we waited for four weeks. You would have not. You never made it back. Uh, I never would have. I would still be there. What resonates the most with you from your time in in the UK? Um, it honestly just feels the most like like being a wrestler as it can be because like it's not glamorous. Like you, you go over there, you. I don't necessarily have much of a plan. I know where I'm booked, but then it's like, okay, so whose couch can I sleep on tonight? And then they'll take me to go get food or something. Like it's every day is different. And like, I'm, I grew up very anxiety ridden. So this like challenges everything in my, in my body. (laughs) It's given me Um, anxiety just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super, oh, it's annoying. But at the same time, it's like like the best experience. Like the guys that I grew up um falling in love with are the journeymen it's the guys like brian and eddie and jericho the guys who traveled the world and before they made it to tv like that's like that's what i wanted to do so being able to have that opportunity is like second none it's the best thing in the world and they did yeah jericho eddie uh they did they they hit every uh they did they traveled the world they hit everywhere you could think of before they showed up on ECW or WCW or wherever the case may yeah. be. And that's that's why they killed it when they got there yeah. because they had the experience had, of going around the world, right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Some of these guys get signed at like 21 years old now and they don't they don't have the experience, right? Yeah. And they, they end up looking today like a guy, a, couple, a lot of guys got canned and they're like 23, 24 years old. They'll be back, but probably not until they're like 28 or 29. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. It's how it works, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a wrestler, I guess. Uh, but that's how it's. Uh, you you said you were in. You, you came over to the U.S. for a little bit, but you obviously mm-hmm. wrestled in Canada and the U.K. Um, what's the difference between the crowds in the two? The U.K. crowd is very uh, boisterous and loud and drunk, <laughs> um, which makes it a lot more fun. Like I know the uh, the PCW tournament I did. I was a a big heel in that one, and the crowd started chanting like. Uh, no one likes you. No one likes you. No one likes you. Vertigo. Or like I'd come out and they'd be like, hello, hello. I'm at a place called Vertigo. I don't know. They're just very creative what the, they, the fans uh, give you. Like musical. there's a lot more to play off of. It's like a soccer crowd. Like, uh, yeah, like a big, yeah, exactly. I'm a big soccer fan and there's a lot of musical uh crowd participation i guess yeah it is it's very similar as anywhere else where there's uh there's like your family friendly shows and then there's the more like smart mark shows it's the same sort of thing i try to get a mixture of both when i go over uh, so you want so you said japan is uh i guess a dream of yours or i, I mean everywhere is a dream for me japan yeah. would be a wonder it would be wonderful i just don't know um, necessarily what promotion i would fit in i've never contacted anybody in japan um the only contact I really have, actually, I have two contacts for Japan who I guess I could ask is uh, uh, my friend Akira works for uh, All Japan. And then I wrestled Kaido Kiyomiya when he was in Canada and he works for NOAA. So maybe eventually I'll reach out to those companies. I was going to say, because you're, you're traveling that same uh, Jericho Guerrero. Uh, Trying. Yeah, path, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that would definitely be the next step for sure. Um, Yeah. But Fuerza, so you and Fuerza, obviously tag team. You mentioned uh, how you, uh, I was each other, huh? (laughs) Stiff each other. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) And uh, so you guys were a tag team, but you also traveled the entire Ontario area. 
Now, I, I, Vanessa can help me here because I don't know. To me, Ontario is like a city, and it's not that big. So I have no idea. Oh, no, idea. It's, it's, it's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty it's big. big. It's like Texas. Think Texas. Yeah, if you were to go to... It might Win- be bigger. Well, I mean, like southern Ontario, if you were to go from Windsor from one point where like uh, Impact or Border City runs to Ottawa where like C4 runs, that's about a nine-hour drive. So is it... Okay. I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to where and then there's further north from there too. Yeah, but there's not much wrestling up there, so nobody really goes up that way. No, like maybe Thunder Bay, (laughs) Sudbury. I don't know. Thunder Bay. There are shows in Sudbury. I've heard of Thunder Bay. That's good. I've I've been there on a work trip. It was uh, very cold. I think. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Pearl Jam played there. I think I have one of the CDs from Thunder Bay. I think probably. But uh, and I'll get. Okay, so so help me with with geography for a second. So sure. Ontario is like a state. Like if I was comparing it to yes. the yeah. U.S., yeah. so it's, it's like, like a, a state, a really big state, though. Yeah. Yes. Like Texas. Yeah, you know, you know what's a good way to figure this out is um, uh, I there's this new thing on Twitter called WrestleMap. Okay. Which, uh, oh yeah, friends, yeah. Friends who make it. If you look up WrestleMap and you look at Ontario, you'll be able to see all the promotions and how distance there are. They ah, are. There's tons yeah. of them though. Yeah, I um. I don't know who the guy that runs it, but I saw him on uh, the Nation show. Oh, he's super cool, super podcast. cool guy. Yeah, he was. As soon uh, as I saw him put that out, I was like, "This is exactly what I need." Because now yeah. I know where promotions are in Japan. You know, <laughs> that'd be cool. Can you log? Can you have a profile log in and click all the places you've been, and then f- track yourself as opposed to just promotions? I don't think so. I I do actually personally have like a Google Map. Um, of that, but it's not public. It's just something I keep for myself. Interesting. Um, but no, I don't, I don't think there's a profile thing on it. That would be a good suggestion for yeah, him, though. That guy's sure. going to have to contact me. I have phenomenal yeah. ideas. Hit him up. Keep keep track of your own spots, the own promotions, the card from the promotion, uh, yeah. who you wrestled, uh, the match time, the finisher. All right, we're getting on. Oh, of man. Hand. <laughs> now we're getting on. Hand. So you and Fuerza traveled around Ontario. Did you guys try to beat the system and just go to promotion to promotion and wrestle each other? I mean, kind of. Yeah. I mean, we, we, nec- we didn't necessarily really want to be a tag team when we started. We were just kind of, um, they, they didn't have anything for us. So they kind of put us together and Alexia Nicole and they're like, Hey, you guys are young. You guys are ravers. And we're like, yeah, we, we don't party. That's what and they're like, you guys are ravers. We're like, okay, whatever. So we're ravers. <laughs> um, but after our, our home company kind of folded, that's when we kind of, uh, well, kind of before that, we started reaching out to, not reaching, we just started showing up to all these different companies. And it just, like, the pre-show match ended up always being mean for us for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I think he said he uh, preached the same thing. Like, you guys weren't a tag team. You guys were yeah. booked as ravers, but yep. you had no idea. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're not ravers. We, we actually, like, we hated being ravers at, at, at the beginning, but, like, by the time... Uh, we were wrestling Arrow Forum and the Young Bucks for the tag champs on the show. Like we were like, yeah, this is great. We're ravers. <laughs> like, we work. were so we were so excited about it. <laughs> but then the company folded, so it didn't matter. Um, what, another one of my favorite things that I discovered when I looked up your matches is your theme music. Uh, very nineties. Yeah, yeah. 90s. I mean, it's current. It's current. It is but, current. Uh, oh, was it? Uh, yeah, it's Heat of the Moment. I guess is the one you saw, or was yes. it like a morning? Oh, Heat of the Moment. You had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yes, for sure. Uh, I wanted to play it. I wanted to play some of it tonight, but Twitch will. Oh, oh man, that that song gets uh, it gets copyrighted. Yeah, all the time. Oh my goodness, on YouTube, YouTube oh. for sure. 
Twitch yeah. will they'll slap me right on the wrist for sure. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta pay I gotta pay somebody to make a alternative version of that song because I love that song and I think it really fits me. But yeah, it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't afford no gallery money. There's no way. <laughs> uh, I know people. I, oh, in six chunks does music. The shirt I'm wearing tonight. Maybe I'll cool, see okay. if he, I'll see if he can make. And he's into metal. Well, yeah, I guess I guess you would call it metal. But I I bet you he can do it. I'll see what he can okay. do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me know for sure. Uh, that'd be interesting. So yeah, backyard pro. I want to get to, uh, gives yeah. me, it's phenomenal stuff. And it got me through this pandemic. So thank you. Thank you. And, uh, I know Vanessa loves it as well. Uh, cause it's funny as shit. Gives it's me dumb as shit as well. I, well, I can't believe that's like, okay. It's should... fucking dumb. It, is. <laughs> it should it should what be. was it? Talking Shop of Mania did two pay per views and made Listen. people pay for it. So, Listen, I don't, want to, I don't want to talk about Talking Shop Mania. Okay, they're done. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't watched it. I'm not watching it. There's, they, I don't want to have to. I don't want to compare myself to that. Okay. They, Listen, they're. Well, done. I'm just saying that there are dumber things out there. There's yeah, no, fair enough. There fair is. Enough. Uh, oh, there's definitely dumber things out there. Um, <laughs> Talking Shop of Mania three is not happening. That's breaking news. I'm breaking it here. I heard it on their podcast. It's not happening. So okay, Backyard Pro good. can keep going. Season three. That, that's, that's one thing we have over them. So <laughs> I'll take go. it. There Your budget's go. like <laughs> ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah, supposedly, I guess they're going to Japan. Sorry, Vaughn. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But I'll just uh, go to the UK. It, it gives me the, uh, it, so it gives me obviously that feel. Uh, it gives me a yeah. Southpaw wrestling uh, yep. feel as well. Yep. Um, how far and how long, this is kind of a dumb question. Cause I think I know the answer. How far and how mm-hmm. long are you going to, to take this backyard pro stuff? Um, well, it's, it's a lot of time on my hands. Uh, cause you shoot it, right. You film it. Yeah. I shoot it. I edit it. Um, like, like I said, the ideas kind of come from a lot of people, but in the end, I'm like the, the basic man. So I, I pick it, but. Um, oh my God, God. the, sch- the scheduling shit. is like, because it was easier that the first season was very easy to put together because everyone lockdown had just ended. Um, all the wrestlers didn't have jobs and everyone was available. Like it, it, I pretty much shot the first season in two weeks. This season has taken six months uh, because of lockdowns and people getting injured and people going to, uh, and hiding in America. Thank you, Jody. Um, and, Jody just, Threat, uh, by the yeah, way. she's in the States right now. Um, it's just, it's, it's taken a lot longer to put together, unfortunately. Uh, did you find it? Well, I guess, I guess you kind of answered that. Was it uh, challenging with all the restrictions? I, I mean, yeah. because you, your guys' restrictions are, I, I don't know, they're different. And wh- yeah, whatever sure. the case is, I'm going to throw numbers and stuff out there. So, uh, you could only have maybe five people in one shooting. Yeah. So, yeah. so like our first season, um, we were allowed five per, five people outdoors. Okay. Was the uh, was the rule? So that's what we did. That's that's why we had um, our commentators for the show was just an empty com- commentary booth. Our ring announcer was like a <laughs> that's great. was like a, a mask <laughs> on like a post, like because yeah. I try I tried to minimize everything I could. So it was just two wrestlers, a camera guy, and a ref. That's all it was for each match, and that's why I was at different locations. Right. I, I never intended it for to be uh, different locations. It was just literally because of the situation we were in. Yeah. So the only person who was exposed to everything was me, essentially. Right. But that's 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 funny. Uh. 
empty an empty uh announcer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was literally like one of the first ideas I was had because I was like because I got different people to I got different commentators to do each match, and I just thought the host of the show just can't be there because the, the restrictions it doesn't allow for it. When so you just put I just put the audio in. <laughs> when you started it and you put it out on YouTube, mm-hmm. were people just like, "Well, this is just another." Uh, no, uh, sorry for all the backyard wrestling. Sorry, Jordan Oliver. Were people just like, this is just some stupid backyard people filming yes. their shit? Yes. Yeah, that's literally 100% what happened because <laughs> I be, I put up the stuff on stuff on Facebook. Okay. And people couldn't wrap their, ma- their mind around the idea because I didn't say what the idea was. I didn't tell people, this is professional wrestlers pretending to be backyarders. Right. I just put it out there and just expected people to react to it. Which was hilarious because there were some like Ontario veterans who would comment on like the stuff who didn't know who I was, didn't know who Fuerza was, um, and they would they would see like a photo of me as GF Hardy with like a, the, the Intercontinental Title Belt, <laughs> or Jay, they'd see Fuerza as Jay Wheeler with like the WWE replica belt, and they'd be like, "Who are these replica or who are these uh who are these backyard guys <laughs> like promoting their stuff on this independent wrestling page?" And they're just like, "These guys need to get trained." Like there are all these comments. I mean, I was like, oh my God, these, this is hilarious. But, but by the time I started announcing people like Psycho Mike and right. Josh Alexander and Ethan Page people showed up, people were like, oh, okay, I it's like it. professional. Re- it's an indie wrestling show pretending to be a backyard show. That's literally all it is. Yeah. yeah. It was never really intended to be comedy either. It was because um, if, if anyone remembers, like the first uh, video I put out was like I sat, um, I bought a new camera with the, uh, the Serb money we got here in Canada. <laughs> Um, I invested it in a camera and then I put out a video just explaining that I want 10 Ontario wrestlers to do a backyard show. And then <laughs> over the course of the next few weeks in the, we had like a group chat of the 10 of us and uh, it turned into like psycho Mike versus the rock. And everyone started pitching these ridiculous characters and then it became a comedy show, which I'm, I'm thankful it did because yeah. it's, it's, it stands out like that. <laughs> um, that must be the other did psycho Mike train at squared circle. No, he trained at um, uh, LLWA or something, but he was around Squirt Circle a okay. lot because he wrestled. Yeah, because we we had him on and uh, we talked about his match against The Rock. Uh, oh man, I gotta see that. And uh, <laughs> man, we love him. He's he's a phenomenal human being. He's the best. Like Zombie Mike is debuting soon. Yeah, Zombie Mike is debuting soon. Um, yeah, he's he's just one of those guys who's been so talented <laughs> for so long and has the most creative ideas. Like I literally, like some people, like I gave him the match. Yeah. I literally said, I literally told Mike, like, whatever you want to do, because I know whatever you think of is going to be ridiculous. And then that's how him and The Rock happened. And then that's how their two week long match happened. Like it's it's just Psycho Mike. That's all it is. Yeah, I wonder if he ever, because uh, I was fall, I was watching. I I know Zombie Zombie Psycho Zombie Mike is coming Kong, out. Yeah, yep. but um. For a while there, during the middle of the pandemic, he was trying to learn a song on the guitar for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I have to know if he's finished it. That's all uh, I really care about, if he's <laughs> learned it yet. I mean, he was definitely playing He was definitely playing guitar when I was there filming with him last summer. Uh, I, I just don't know if he's still still done it. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's do a little word association. So so we talked about Psycho okay. Mike. Uh, what about Holden Albright? Holden's like the hardest work record. So that, that's like so many words. A yeah. uh, hard worker is what I would say. Yeah. The man's doing like so many podcasts and connecting with like so many people in the community. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little crazy at times. 
Uh, oh, that's his thing, though. <laughs> yeah, I I've, I learned that. I learned that yeah. the second time I had him on. No, might have been the first time we had him on. I think uh, we learned he was crazy, and that I'm literally I'm literally picturing him fly out of the ring at Alpha One onto his <laughs> hips on the floor right now. Like I can see it in my mind. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Trey Miguel? Trey's great. Um, uh, fortunately, got the team with him at Alpha once, uh, and he's just like very uh, another just very innovative guy. Unfortunately, people um, always compare him to Ricochet, which I feel like is not a fair comparison. It's very different, <sighs> but they're both very innovative compar- in their own way. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. See, just that remark just got me fired up again. If I was the WWE, I'd put a mask on Ricochet. Make him fucking Prince Puma or just Puma or what, whatever trademark you can get and let it be because it, it ain't working. Anyways, uh, Judas Icarus, I have written down here. Judas, um, I've only seen a handful of his matches, but he was one of the guys that I was keeping my eye on because he was starting to come up in the Vancouver scene. Yeah. <clears throat> um, just uh, talented and young. That's pretty much what I have to say. I hope I get to wrestle him one day. Um, so if you were not a wrestler, I think I know this answer too, because you seem pretty talented in editing and filming from everything I've seen. So if you were not in the ring, uh, you know, st- stiff with, with, uh, Fuerza, just stiff and Fuerza, yeah, just stiff them. Uh, what would you be doing? Yeah. I mean, you'd probably uh nail on the head. I mean, I do do uh video work. Aside from wrestling, right? Um, yeah, that's probably exactly what I'd be doing. I'd love to run my like own like actual promotion one day, um, but I'm you're 25. doing it. You're doing it right now. I, I'm I am running my own promotion, but like an actual like show in front of fans because I'd love to do that one day. But I'd like to do that um, like after I hit thirty years old, maybe like in five years or so. I'm, I'm not ready for that right now. <laughs> um, you'll get there. You'll be. I know. You'll, You'll be uh, you'll be running your own promotion. I think I think I'd be really good at it too. Um, I mean, I have a little bit of an ego, obviously, after doing back your pro, so that, uh, <laughs> that probably but doesn't help me. I've learned that you have to have an ego to run a promotion. That's what I've learned. I think so. I think so. I, I've already uh, I've already learned what it's like to be a promoter and have to tell people no and say sorry, I can't have you on the show, <laughs> or tell or like I'd have actual backyarders contact me and I'd be like, yeah, it's not it's not for it's actual backyarders. <laughs> it's not that. Dude. It's not that. Sorry. <laughs> See, that I would find easier to say if I was you. I would find easier yeah. to say. But you had to turn – did you have to turn uh, actual wrestlers down? Yeah, there were a few. But it it's also comes down to like budget and restriction. Yeah. I want to make sure that um, all the talent is paid to be on the show through the donation. So I have it budgeted out if it hits the right goal, right? Um. But yeah, that's just the nature of doing a promotion. Because also people will, will say, hey, I want to be on the show. But everything is so character and story based that I need to have the right spot yes. and, and the right circumstance for it to work, right? And I I just hear screaming upstairs. I hear the, oh, no. the lady, the, the freaking... Did your daughter hit the standing moon soul? <laughs> the ladies are... No, she already got yelled at for trying to do it off the couch. The of ladies course. upstairs are, are <laughs> screaming. Um... Well, I like what you just said, though. Uh, character and story driven, and I think I think that's why I enjoy Backyard <laughs> Pro so much. 
It's it's very very little wrestling. Like the match, <laughs> the matches are maybe six six to eight minutes. Everything else is a story. Yeah, and that's what makes it fun because it's just like everyone comes up with these stupid characters and they point a camera in their face and say, "Hey, do a promo," or I'll say, "Hey, like, uh, you know, go kidnap this person and throw him in a van." Just shit like that. <laughs> I know. I know what else I thought of too. Um, about Backyard Pro is uh, when I watch it. I I because I, I love the the characters and the stories. In my head, I visualize it as as a graphic novel, as a comic. Mm. Like that's how I see it. And uh, I mean, I don't have a question based around that. But yeah, I, just, I I never thought of it that way actually. But that's interesting. That's huh. how I see it, and it's <clears throat> I think because it's so stupid. And I mean that in a in a pot. In, in oh the no, best for sure. Please, possible. please tell me it's stupid. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm just I'm just thankful thankful all these wrestlers, um, especially like Josh Alexander and the people like that are willing to make an ass of themselves. <laughs> like that's that's the best. Um, rough enough. <clears throat> yes. Uh, what can we expect from it? And uh, where did the idea um, come from? The the idea actually came from I think it was uh, Shane Saber and Psycho Mike. They said, okay. "Oh, we should we should totally do a tough enough competition." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, done. Write it down." That that was the idea we had for second season. It never happened, so we went with the uh, the pool Royal Rumble instead. Um, but thankfully, <laughs> we've been able to do rough enough. Uh, it's what can you expect? It's um, you can expect the dancing weapon to be a, a great coach. That's what you can expect, <laughs> and a lot of really dumb characters. Uh, That's about it. <laughs> June thirtieth, season three. What can we expect from that? More, more stupidity. More stupidity. So it'll be um, seven matches over the course of three episodes. Uh, each episode will will have uh, rough enough, and then eliminations will happen as they go. So uh, rough enough's not. Some people could think rough enough is separate. It's actually part of each episode. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I just picture the whole thing as as a as a graphic. I, it, as a graphic now, because I'm into comics and I'm really yeah. heavily into them right now because just, I don't know. I'm just reading them. I'm just mm. the mode I'm in. And, uh, that's how I visualize it. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I never thought of it that way, but that, that makes sense. There's this, there's so much like, I'm looking at like the, uh, the scripts for episode one and two right now on uh, episode three. Like it's, it is so little wrestling. It's just scene after scene after scene of stupid characters doing stupid things, but it, it, it kind of, I, I I kind of like this is literally what I did when I was a kid. Like when I ran my backyard company, yeah. This is the same thing I would do. I would write up these little these little like scripts yeah. for like, oh, this guy challenges this guy in the back. Or they this guy attacks this guy this guy in the back. And then we would just shoot it like a show and then I'd go and edit it. And we made like like seventy episodes of my backyard company. But it's the same thing as an adult. <laughs> like I'm literally doing the exact same thing <laughs> I did when I was fourteen. Yeah, it's That's... weird because me and my two younger brothers, we used to we we'd play the video games just like we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. and we create our own leagues, create our own stories and stuff like that too. Our own stories. We would yeah, write them too. down on notebooks. Yep, yep. Uh, but we got out of the stupidity. Wait, I should have stuck oh, with I never it. Did. <laughs> I should have stuck with it. When I had, when I told my dad, um, I was like, "Hey, can we use your backyard to uh, film one of our matches? Uh, to film one of our backyard matches?" He's, he told me I was regressing. He told me I was aging in reverse, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that is that is funny. I'm like, no, Dad, you don't understand. People are I, I, like, I can pay everybody for this. It's different. Yeah. I didn't pay anybody when I was, you know, twelve. <laughs> That's insane. 
man, I did it all wrong. I did it all wrong at that age. I did it all wrong. I was, I was playing sport. I was playing sport. I was walking around my town. My town literally was a circle, so I'd just walk around like this. I yeah, should well, have been wrestling. I should have been. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it were like I'm. I mean, I was like very worried of like girls at school finding out about me wrestling. I thought they think I was, I was so lame. So like people didn't know. Like I like if my if you were a friend of mine who backyard wrestled with me, you were like sworn to secrecy to not tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, our town was so small that would never happen. It would. Oh, I mean, ours is small, but eh, it's not too small. Yeah, that's insane. That's funny. Like we did our fair share of, I guess you would call it backyard wrestling, but a lot of it was done in people's houses. So in house. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> to me. Backyard wrestling is any time you get untrained wrestlers just fighting. Excellent. It can be a basement. It can be a park. Yeah, it can okay. be anything. Good. That's because uh none of ours was done in a backyard it was all done in houses no. apartments not none of ours is not not all of ours is in backyards we've had you know a mini yeah. flight course we've yeah. had a basement that's true um yeah, yeah we yeah it's, it's not all backyards that's just what it's called um something we like to do on here is shed light on canadian wrestling um sure please yes <laughs> because uh the pandemic I mean, silver lining to the pandemic. We got backyard pro. We got a lot of different. It sucked. It sucked balls. But there were some cool things out of it. Backyard pro came out. That was cool. Um, I discovered independent wrestling. I guess technically before this, I I did not know anything about independent wrestling. Really? Okay. I mean, I guess in theory, Ring of Honor. Yeah, was independent. Yeah, but I mean, they have a TV show and everything, so it's a little different. But like. My eyes literally have been opened up. Like I, I, IWTV now. I nice. smash Alpha One, uh, Crossbody, um, help me Vanessa. Uh, all the Canadian friggin' promotions that I had, I, I knew nothing about. Yeah, nothing. Well, that that's good because I feel like there's a lot of wrestling fans who who just either they don't care or they've never delved into looking at independent wrestling. And I, I really do feel like there's something for everybody. I think, and I agree with that, independent wrestling, there's something for everybody. It's great. Specifically talking about Canadian wrestling, mm-hmm. I think when people hear Canadian wrestling, because I know, I know this, because this is how I used to think, they'd hear Canadian wrestling, the first thing they would think of is Bret Hart, and that's it. It stops there. And that's not the case. That's such a shame. Nothing- I, I know... I- I know that like American wrestlers know that Canadian wrestlers are good because every once in a while they'll wrestle one of us and be like, oh, wow, they're really yeah. good. But that's it never goes more than that. They don't because there's there's just so much wrestling in the States that they don't need to look anywhere else. Do we need more eyes on Canadian wrestling? Absolutely. That would be wonderful. But one thing that's stopping us, uh, unfortunately, is our geography. Yes. Um, like we, if we were to combine like the Vancouver scene with the Toronto scene, with the Montreal scene, with like the, the maritime scene into one and have the best of the best, it'd be impossible because our country takes three days to drive across <laughs> or more than that. Like it's, it, it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> unfortunately, America's a lot more tight knit and you can go city to city. Right. All right. Like All right. if we, if we were able to cross the border more easily, it'd be a much better situation for Canadian independence in general. Yeah. Yeah, Mind you, we can get we can bring in American talent. Yeah, uh, no problem. Like they can cross the border, and yep. it's never an issue. 
it's just the other way around, unfortunately. I'm sure you've heard that from other Canadians. Oh now, my but, gosh. Yeah. And I was shocked when I heard yeah. it the first time. I think it was uh Tyson Dukes. Yeah. I think Yeah, he got really screwed for sure. I I I had no idea. I felt yeah. when I heard it, I felt ashamed to be an American to find it, out that's how it happened. It that that it's just what it is. That's also partly why I started going to the UK. It's just yeah, yeah. easier to get into the country. They're more relaxed about um, having people come in and working. Yeah, that sucks. That's yeah, shitty. Fortunate. So, uh, season three, June thirtieth. We got that coming up. Backyard Pro. What else you got lined up? Anything? I mean, uh, is it a lockdown still up there? Lockdown um, just ended. There's like a three phase thing to get back to uh, normal. Essentially, we're uh, just about to enter the second stage. I think on actually June thirtieth. Okay. Um. So I think. At stage three, we're allowed to do outdoor shows, I believe, but not quite indoor shows. I think that might have to wait till the fall. But if we can start doing outdoor shows, that's a step in the right direction because it's hot as balls out right now. So. <laughs> right. I was going to say, you would yeah. probably wouldn't want to be indoors. Yeah, for sure. No, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of uh, stuff coming up, it's pretty much just back to your pro for now. There's a few things in the works that aren't announced. Um, but, you know, you can stick to my socials and you can find out about that. Yeah, yeah. We got those linked on there. Um phenomenal great stuff vaughn uh something we do at the end of every show is i'm going to give you the mic now and uh oh boy i literally don't give a shit what you say i don't care if you put your put i mean i don't care you can put yourself over you can put a psycho mic over for where you can bury fuerza if you want i don't care <laughs> i will not oh boy. interrupt what am I gonna say i will not interrupt the floor you're not gonna interrupt me i just i just have the floor yes oh i can interrupt i I think um, I've done it like twice. I might have interrupted twice. I will try listen, not to. Listen, you can you can interrupt because I'm I'm fine having the conversation. Um, I mean, just support Canadian wrestling if whether it be Backyard Pro or C4 Wrestling, Alpha One Wrestling, uh, Barry Wrestling. There's there's a tons of ECCW. There's a tons of great Canadian promotions that I wish more American people would watch. Um, and chances are a lot of these guys you're going to see eventually. It's just uh. You know, we, we, we're just trying to get into America. We're trying to get on those bigger shows that you already watch. You yeah. know, I don't have much else to say other than that. Like, I'm just I'm just very proud of our scene. And I hope people um, like can see the talent that we have here. Yeah, I uh, I'm doing my best. I know Vanessa's well, thank you. <laughs> doing her best uh, to, to, to bring some eyes to Canadian wrestling over here. Uh, I know. I know that Vanessa is just chomping at the bit to get out to see some live wrestling too. So, oh my yeah. god, Vanessa, you're in, uh, you're you're in Ontario, right? Yeah, I'm in Sarnia. So you, we were seeing you like Smash I, Wrestling when we were in that bar where you like couldn't jump off the top rope because the ceiling was so low. I didn't wrestle for Smash there. I did wrestle. Uh, I wrestled Destiny once there, and I wrestled for Ken Valley. Yeah, so there, but like that's right. So yeah, it started a thing. So I couldn't remember if you were there. It was Halal Beefcake that was there, and they tried to jump off the top rope and like the guy's fro was like hitting the ceiling of, of course they did they would do that they would do that love a lot beefcake love those oh guys. they're so great but yeah so yeah so i've been yeah crossbody not crossbody but yeah chem valley and then destiny destiny's brought some good stuff through here cool yeah absolutely sarnia is definitely out there but um yeah i guess like probably london is like your next driving place to go to wrestling shows yeah london would be next yep yeah. Okay, so that's probably Smash then. That's pretty much the only company that comes through there. 
Yeah, pretty much. I know, like, I think Kem Valley was working on doing a show. I've done a couple shows there, but yeah, mostly oh, okay. it's just. Well, I'm a tag champ there, so I, hopefully I find out about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I keep, like, I'm always like, hey, what's going on? And I, he never tells me anything. He's like, hey, you should help out. And I'm like, sure. I don't know anything, but I'll try. <laughs> Last time I talked to him, he said, hey, can I go and can I have you on my podcast? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I never heard anything back, so I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I I uh I've never been to an independent show, and I I oh you have to change that, dude. Come on, I really no, have never honestly. Been. I know, you, I saw, but where? you have to sit front row, and you have to find out according to the seating where they're entering, and you have to sit exactly opposite because that's the best seat in the house. I'm kind of into that show at the bar. I kind of want to be at a bar. Those are the best shows because they're rowdy. Listen, here's what you need to do: you need to open up that wrestle map. You need to figure out where you are on a map because you don't know geography, apparently. I don't. I have no idea. And then idea. look up what promotions are around you. That's what Rustin Map's there for. There you go. That, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. I, I need it at, at like a bar or maybe a bar with like a, a, a that place of music. We have some music going at the same time. Can I just mix it? everything? I just, Can we make it about shows. me, Vaughn? Vaughn, can it be about me and what I enjoy? It could be if you start your own company. <laughs> Uh, That's why yeah. I started backyard wrestling because I watch stupid backyard wrestling with Fuerza anyways. Look, so look, I may claim to know a lot about wrestling, but I cannot start a company or write. I mean, I would just get <laughs> I'd get fired. They would bury I'd I'd get canceled. Cancel culture would get me just like they got what's her face? Kenise Mobley. Out of here. Gone. But if it's your company, then you can't fire yourself. They'd find a way I mean, to the, do it. The community could fire you, I guess, but that's it. They, they'd find a way to, they'd find a way. Oh, to fair, enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you got to get out there. You got to go to the independent show. That's, that's, that's where the best wrestling's happening. That's not I, even just like, it's the best experiences of wrestling happening. Oh but. no, for sure. It is. And that's what like, so like my husband loves going to the live shows and yeah, if we yeah. cannot sit front row exactly where I explained, then he goes and like to the promoter or whoever's running and he's like, um, I need two seats right here. And they always give us the two. That's amazing. <laughs> they just they just add chairs to put there. That's so yeah. funny. Just like, here you go. He did it the one time. He's like, I need but I need two seats right here. <laughs> that's the beauty of independent wrestling. You couldn't go up to Vince McMahon and say that, you know? Yeah. You can't say, Hey, I want these chairs right here. And then like they move the people over and everything. And then like amazing. they're at the merch tables and they come back. The one, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, I was <laughs> so embarrassed. embarrassed. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will, I will say this though about the WWE. So, uh, I went to a Raw. Um, I went to the Raw where they debuted the twenty four seven title, which was okay. is a debacle now, but they debuted it and it was cool. I had great seats and and whatnot. I brought my kids. It was great and blah 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 blah. But like two weeks later, I went to a house show. A WWE house show. So we weren't on TV and uh it was so much better. Yeah. The house show I, I house shows are like traditionally a lot more fun. Right. Because you know, they're given like on, on Raw, they're given four minutes and it's four minutes. On a house show, they're given ten to twelve minutes and they can do whatever they want. Oh right? my gosh. It was There's a lot more control. A thousand times better than first of all, it was the entire thing was shorter than Raw. Yeah. Um, and it was better and it's what I would expect, I, not expect. It's what I imagine an independent show would be because I had way more, I had way more fun. It was just, that's exactly it. That, that house show basically is yeah. an independent show. Yeah. It's just the cameras off. That's, yep. that's all it is. Yeah. And, 
the cameras, yeah, the cameras off. To the wrestlers, the camera wasn't off. Like they still gave it. Like they performed to uh, top notch. Uh, So I remember Randy Orton took off his fucking vest and threw it, or his little like little hoodie that was cut off and threw it. And then I was in the bathroom taking a piss, and there's like this twelve year old there, and he he caught it in the front row. And I'm just staring. oh no way yeah I'm just staring I'm thinking to myself <laughs> motherfucker man I could have I I could I can get that I can get that out of nowhere I can come right out of nowhere and get that it's rip, rip it right off his jacket but no I did catch a pancake from the new day well, that's pretty cool I, I've never I've never caught anything but um uh, my friend Wayne again uh, Trish who's uh, Trish Stratus's nephew he got uh, Carlitos. Uh, do you spit or do you swallow T-shirt? Oh, interesting. Which he wore, he which he wore to school and got in trouble for. <laughs> I can see that. And, <laughs> and now we can take everything that you've said tonight about uh, your friend's aunt. You fell. In oh love no! Well, you, this you is gonna fell, be very out of context. You, you fell in love with your friend's aunt, Trish Stratus, and spit and swallow. We're gonna edit that all together. And uh, oh shit! You're, you're, I mean, to be fair, like everyone's everyone told him. Oh, your aunt's so hot when they were, <laughs> yeah. when, and I, I felt bad for him. Yeah, I was I like, bet. "This is his aunt, dude. Uh, he sure. doesn't need to hear this." I get it; it's Tristratus, but come on, man. Yeah, I, you're just a horny ten year old. Like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> and for yeah, for sure. Plus, that's a lot of work. I'll never get to it. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll never get to that. In theory, it's funny, but are you still friends with him? Uh no, we we exchanged like a text here or there. Um, he's busy being a lawyer. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny <laughs> he's busy being a lawyer and you're busy yep. editing uh psycho mike wrestling the rock a- no, I'm, I'm, I'm busy i'm busy wrestling my friends in my parents backyard that's yeah, exactly slowly of a difference i'm the, doing the same thing i did when i was a kid <laughs> that's awesome though i wish i could still do that that'd be great ah. do, do you do you okay all right let's get serious for a second do you wish you made a different life choice no, I, I I absolutely love wrestling. I, it's just you know you know how it is. Like yeah, you look yeah. at you look at people like my age that are starting to have kids and stuff yeah. like that, and I'm like, oh god, I'm not even an adult here. I'm just I'm just wrestling and making stupid videos. <laughs> All right, but no, this is this is the way I want to live my life. This is great. I agree. I agree. I think you're doing great. I think everything you're doing is great. Let's let's uh okay. For example, I'm gonna help you here. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. help you. How old are you? I'm 25. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. Take a deep breath. Uh, I didn't, I didn't marry my lovely wife, uh, until some of it till 27, I think we just had a 13 year anniversary. Um, so all is well. And, and even if that's not in the cards for you, you're 25, you're good. Vanessa, you got some life tips for him? Live your life. Figure out who you are there you first. Go. There you go. Oh, well, I'm still still trying to figure that out. Hopefully, I find out by thirty. I don't know. Yeah. Don't put time limits on yourself. Uh, That's the worst fine. thing you can do. Yeah, Just like make sense. your goal list of what you want to do. So you want to go to Japan. Write it down. Put it out okay. into the universe. Speak it into existence. Yes. True. Speak it into existence. Put I, it I, into the universe. And then once you take that off, start a new list, and then you just keep moving. And that's how you keep moving, and that's how you grow. You know, this has been great. I feel like I just signed up for a therapy session. It's been very fun. <laughs> come yeah. back, come back every month or so. We'll, we'll, we'll check. Yeah, in. yeah. Well, we can do weekly. You know, <laughs> bi-weekly. <laughs> you know, whatever works. How you doing today, Va- How you doing? Did you uh, 
how you feeling this week? Did you uh, did you feeling good? Um, do you want me to send you the fifty dollars or? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Hey, I'm I'm. I'll we give free advice. We, we give free advice. advice. We're we're terrible. Fifty dollars is cheap. That is true. Well, if, if you're giving cheap advice, maybe that's why it's so low. That's true. <laughs> I I pay for well. Yes, therapy costs a lot of money. It's very expensive. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Um. Yes, whatever. I don't even know how we got on this topic, but yeah, no, <laughs> you're, 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 you're fine. You're 25 years old. You're, you're fine. You're all right. Thank you. You're doing great <laughs> shit. Try it. Motherfucker. Some people don't even start life till 25. No, no, that's, it's definitely true. You know, it's just, I'm, I'm one of those people who's never satisfied. I just, I yeah. keep need to be doing something. Well, that's good. That's yeah. a good character to have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. You're standing Very humble. Very humble. You're, uh, uh, yeah, you're standing. Try to be. You're standing in your basement. I ain't gonna take much advice from you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh boy. I just don't want to see people get down on themselves. Nah, I'm I good. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll go on Twitter and see somebody say like, "Oh, Backyard Pro is so fun," and I'll feel better. Don't worry about it. Eh, hey, at least you didn't get released today. I mean, if I got released, that'd be a miracle without a contract. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Good God almighty. Um, anyways, I can't fall down that rabbit hole again. Vaughn, uh, a couple things I want to say before we say uh, adieu. Yeah, that's sure. the word. Before we say adieu. I appreciate you uh, rescheduling to, to, to make this happen. Oh no problem. Um, Thank you. I felt bad about canceling, so yeah, I'm not able it's, to make it work. It's it's not a big deal. I mean, we've we've canceled shows before uh, on people and we do feel bad, but hell, that's life. So yeah. uh I appreciate you rescheduling. Um you, uh, our forbidden door. We took it off a long time ago. So you're welcome back anytime. You need to play. Sure, anything. I'd love to be back, absolutely. Uh and uh, you know we put your links up, you, you know, Vaughn Vertigo, pretty much everywhere in Backcare Pro. Yep. Pretty, pretty much everywhere. Pretty much. We don't. It. We don't have a TikTok. We're uh, we're thinking about it. You should. You should do it. I you don't should. know. I have no idea how TikTok works. That's okay. I <laughs> I have over ten thousand followers. I'll teach you on TikTok. Oh yeah! no way! But I'm, I'm so good. I'm so good at it. Here's what I do. I take something you say and I post it. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, I steal things from everybody. So you're telling me I can take Psycho Mike hitting the rock with a chair a bunch and put that on TikTok? Yes, yep. that do well. Yes, you oh, could. Yeah. But the biggest big... lot of a lot of out of context things I could take from Backyard Pro and upload there. But the big question is, Vaughn, can you do it before I do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather you do it to be honest and save you um, some time. But you know. <laughs> I, I'll do it right now. I love Psycho Mike. Um, I really do. I real. I I may have a unhealthy infatuation with him because he's the best. He is really good. Like Vanessa, okay. we we had a great interview with him, right? Yeah, he was like teaching us diction. Like he was like giving us definitions of words <laughs> we, that he was using. <laughs> we learned new words. I think it went like I think we had two hours maybe with him. Oh, like, yeah, he just was like, I need to talk to somebody. I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, because that was at the start of the pandemic, yeah. Yeah, the quote unquote pandemic, uh, which I've learned uh, is going to be an endemic 
if it keeps going. Uh, but we'll see. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. That's what I told my wife. Whatever, just throw the protocols right out. Just yeah. anyway. But yeah, I would definitely do. I would definitely do TikTok. In all seriousness, I would do TikTok. There's a lot of um, wrestling people on there. Uh, Is there? Okay, that's good well. First know. of all, there's a lot of people like like myself. So yeah, uh, just like a wrestling fan posting stuff. Okay. But there's also wrestlers. Like we just had Alex Kane, the suplex assassin mm-hmm. uh, from MLW. He's on there. That's how we booked the interview was through really? TikTok. Wow. Okay. So I just, I just haven't jumped in it at all. I yeah. didn't realize how, uh, I, I guess I didn't really see the benefit of the wrestling community in it, but yeah, if people are using it, then maybe I should. And, there's, uh, um, what promotion is it in Maine? Limitless is Limitless. Yes, Limitless has a, has, a, has a TikTok. Shoot, okay. Huh, I'll have to take a look at that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, why not? Because like in a couple of years, TikTok would be gone and something new would be up. So you might as well use it now. Yeah, it's, you're, you're probably entirely right. That's kind of how it works, right? That's exactly how it works. TikTok <laughs> is exact is what Vine wants. Well, you're a little... You're younger than oh, me. Oh, no, no. I, I had Vine. Don't worry. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't making Vines, but I definitely had Vine. TikTok is what Vine was a few years yeah. ago. Yep. And and that fell off, and now TikTok is here, and uh, yeah. Oh, here's another thing. Here's another thing. So you got uh, Backyard Pro. You got the YouTube channel for Backyard Pro. Yep. Uh, do YouTube Shorts for it. Okay. So, um, I don't. I know. think I saw that as an option. I just never. Uh... Yeah, yeah. If you have the YouTube app on your phone, uh, and you click, hold on. I'll tell you exactly what it is. If you oh, it's it's actually just on the app, not on the uh, desktop version. I don't know. I only do mine on the app. Well, so if I click the YouTube app and click uh, plus, it says upload a video or create a short. Um, <laughs> you can click create a short, and then you can literally upload. It's basically TikTok, but for YouTube. Yeah, same idea. Interesting. Um. That definitely, I think you should do TikTok first of all. Let's get that out of the way. But okay. um, also, YouTube Shorts will help the Backyard Pro channel because it's intertwined. So yeah. if you post a 15 second clip of Psycho Mike slamming the chair across somebody's back on a yeah. short, and a lot of people see it, they can just literally they can go to the page from there. Yeah, no, they don't even have to go to the page from there. They can click wow, subscribe okay. right from there. <laughs> so yeah, I'll definitely take a look at that for sure. I say coach four in the chat says, if you upload a video to YouTube on a PC and it's under 60 seconds, it'll automatically go to a short. Oh, really? There you okay. Go. Boom. Oh, shoot. Interesting. Um, and I know, I know that's, I, that's helped our channel out. Look, I, we've, we've, garnered a lot of subscribers from that I wow think. okay so huh. something to think about yeah definitely no thank you thank you so much for that appreciate that i can't wait to to finish this interview and go grab all the psycho mic things I, <laughs> I mean you can do it if you want i, I don't mind so the more exposure is better right i mean i mean we probably got 10 alone on the interview we did with him <laughs> yeah I, probably I, honestly he's a very uh He's a very like um, uh, 
how do I explain him? He's very uh, like intelligent. I find. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He's, like his mind works in a different way, you know. They yeah, he's built differently, as the kids yeah, say. Yeah, literally. <laughs> as the kids say. So he's also jacked. <laughs> yeah. Here, just decide if we ever say if we don't ever have a guest, we have permission to play Backyard Pro on our channel and do a watch along. Oh yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Jackpot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely some music on there that'll probably get you canned, but uh, we'll figure. It. We'll figure. We'll yeah. We'll We've done it. We I think we did um Taco Fest yeah. once, okay. and we had to like turn the entries because yeah, Pretty Ricky yeah. has um the, the Karate best. Kid song. <laughs> yeah exactly so, you're the best yeah, around yeah that's, yeah that's the one yeah pretty ricky always ruining it for everybody yeah well mine does too with heat of the moment so it's uh, i understand that <laughs> I, oh man so good awesome Thank stuff you. Song. <laughs> it is a good song it's great i do i want to play it right now but i can't i have two strikes can you play, on- it? Can you play it as my can you sing it as my outro uh, I I we probably I, can only do like five or six seconds. Hold on, let me look. No, no, the, no. Let me look up the lyrics so I don't mess. Yeah, it I, I want to hear it sung as I leave here. Heat of the <laughs> moment. Oh goodness, Noel Gallagher. Don't get the uh, I think it's song by Asia, not not that one. You want Noel Gallagher? Oh, I do. Yeah, not if did it, did it come up in Asia? Because that's the <laughs> other one. Yeah. I'm 40 something years old. Of course it's coming up Asia. <laughs> I don't even know if I know the other song. It's the same one, right? Wait, so you thought my theme song was by, by Asia? Yes. <laughs> That's even better. It's not by Asia. It should be. I don't know that one actually. <laughs> now I definitely want to play it. Wait a minute. Time, time out, everybody. Time out. Hold is on. It the, is it the same song, just a cover? From the- I don't think so. There's no way, is it? All right, Noel Gallagher. Oasis, right? Noel Gallagher. Yeah, that's Oasis. the guy from Oasis. Yeah. All right, Heat of the Moment. Right? That, that's it's not a cover, is it? No, the lyrics are different. Oh, shit. I clicked the song. It's going to play. Oh, God. Are you serious? It's It's definitely different lyrics. De- oh, I can't. I definitely can't sing that one. I don't know it. I can't believe you thought my thought song was by Asia. That's even funnier. I know. Shame on me. I was. I don't like, know what it sounds like. I gotta listen to it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's way better. Maybe I should just switch this one. from 1982. <laughs> wow, okay. I was three. <laughs> I it was wasn't born yet. Negative okay. 13 years old. I I feel like I need to listen to this. Oh, different. Okay. So heat of the moment is Asia in the heat of the moment is Noel Gallagher. Ah, there you go. In the heat of the moment. See, that's where I got. Oh, man. Wow. I totally. Oh, botched. That, that's that's heat of the moment by Asia. I know this song. I totally botched that. <laughs> I kind of like that as a theme song, too, though. Wow. <laughs> I'm a big Oasis fan too. I would have definitely popped for that. I I would have we would have been all over that. <laughs> well, it's by it's by Noel Gallagher, not Oasis. But oh, uh, whatever. Same uh, difference. I mean, Oasis also would get you banned. So <laughs> yeah. So oh, oh my God, they're already they're already suing me because I mentioned their names. Yeah, probably. 
You're, they're just <laughs> reeking in all the money right now. Liam right now is just put out a cigarette. Yeah, exactly. He just put that. <laughs> just he's typing it up. Made a million dollars. Oh man! Wow. Uh, do I, I? Man, I apologize for that. Whew. No, that that's that's actually really funny to be honest. <laughs> I I, oh, I I'm more excited about in the heat about the Asia song. Yeah, fair enough. Well, guys, I should probably get going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, uh... yeah. We tried to. I tried to let you go about 20 minutes ago. I couldn't. Oh, it's fine. I had fun. Yeah. Uh, anytime, Vaughn. You're welcome back anytime. Have a great night. Thanks for joining us, man. All right. Thank you so much, guys. See ya. Yeah. Peace. Awesome. Great. <laughs>